So I, I wanted to go back and talk on this topic of former associates, dissociating from former associates. And now that I've now that I'm even further away from the initial well a past associate trying to make contact with me. What have I what have I um also noticed here? What have I picked up on? What have I remembered? It's like okay, so when you're when you're in a lower position in life, when you are when your own kind of personality is fragmented due to substances and so on, when you are not confident in yourself at the time, when you are struggling and so on and so forth, the list goes on and on. And I know there's, I know people understand this, like depending on, it's kind of like when you're just happy to be going along with the, um, with basically the flow because you're in your own life there's not a whole lot that's happening so you're happy to just be a guest in the in the in the in the large you're just you're happy to be let's put it like this you're happy to be a supporting actor it's like you're happy you're, you're in hollywood you're not really the star you're not denzel washington you're just happy to be one of the other dudes in the scene you know what i mean and that's kind of people become comfortable with you being that in that position i've spoken about this before you know what i mean it's like I've spoken about this almost in like a in like a vague philosophical slash almost like esoteric fashion and now it's like wait a minute now I'm meeting all these people again not really but I mean certain people pop in and out of your um your reality and you're saying to yourself wait a minute like what <laughs> this person these people sometimes they're happy with you being in that position so sure, maybe they can, you know, here and there though, they, they they offer like, you know, some form of friendship. But really, the friendship is predicated on you being in a certain position. You know, what, you know what I mean? You know, you know it's true. I know people listening to this. You know it's true. I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have that experience. But it's like when you're more as clear-headed as you're ever gonna be. Well, maybe not ever gonna be. But when you're clear-headed than you've ever been prior. You start to look back on your interactions with people. You're like, wait a minute. This was not a healthy interaction because of X number of reasons. And because of X number of reasons, you really have to sit there and say to yourself, all right, this is a, this is a, this is for me to, to, to slot myself because you're going to be way more, you know, cowboyish and upfront and straight to the point with how you win. <laughs> you're going to be more straight to the point with how you view them you're not going to be happy to go with the flow you're going to be more assertive you're going to tell people to fuck off you're going to tell I'm sorry for swear I mean I swear all the time but you're going to be way more confident in yourself so that their their insecurities won't be something that you're going to sit there and accept and this is part of this is one of the many reasons why you don't sit there and you you don't start revisiting past experiences while you start re-associating with former associates. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's my thought. That was, that was basically my thoughts on that. I kind of drew it out to make it, you know, more quote-unquote profound. But there's a reason why you don't deal with these people anymore. 
and you have to be mindful of that. You have to keep that in the forefront of your mind and never forget that. Don't forget. Don't forget the the. Don't forget the snide comments. Don't forget the shots taken at you subliminally or whatever. Don't forget their little bullshit. You know. What when you're like the butt of the joke? Don't forget those things. You know what I mean. Um. Keep moving. Keep moving. And keep you know sometimes, like in this format, if you can find an outlet, it's like speaking to you guys who never identify yourselves. You know, you never identify yourselves, and that's fine. But I mean, never forget that your value should not be predicated on who else thinks. You should never be patted on the back. It's like that story I was telling about. Um, that ex- the family, the, fr- the family friend that, that that thinks that you know, people of not not African descent, people who are first generation Africans carry themselves with more confidence than African Americans, and then like, don't 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 let that be a pat on your back. You know what I mean? And I know I'm sure that that doesn't really. You, I'm sure if you're not black, you can't relate to that. But there's a there's a there's a larger point there. Like don't let these sorts of things become the thing that builds confidence for you. Find an internal confidence. Like yesterday, I had a quote unquote day off. It was like half a day off in the end. And like so much, so much of my own. Some sorry, so much of the. Today I'm I'm sitting here looking at the action cam because I got a lot of action cam footage which I have to edit today. Um, I looked at the phone and in the end I took thirty thousand over thirty thousand steps or so. Yeah. Let me see. Thirty-three thousand. Oh shit. Nice. Okay, so the, <laughs> the I have this notification. So from so there's this kind of seminar at the Royal Ottawa. Oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be beautiful. By the time you guys hear this, this would have already happened. Sexuality, social media, and mental health. And it's it's basically like a seminar of sorts at the um, at the Royal. So I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to what they got to say. Check it out. I don't really remember. Let me read this. Let me read this out loud here. Um, I signed up for this. This must have been two months ago. I wanted to see, um, you know, what kind of seminars they have there. I wouldn't want to say I'm trying to get involved with the Royal but it's more kind of like a hold on let me I'll hop back in here I gotta check it out on the site hold on alright here we go uh, the royal auto the royal.ca education and conferences sexuality addiction and technology the good the bad and the ugly Dr. Simon Hatcher presenters Dr. Simon Hatcher psychiatrist mood and anxiety program the royal Dr. Kathleen Paget or Pager Chief of Psychiatry, CHEO, Dr. Paul Federoff, 
psychiatrist, forensic psychiatry program, the Royal, and more. Uh, learning objectives. Identify online resources available for professionals working in youth mental health. Differentiate between quote-unquote normal sexual development, experimentation, and pathology in adolescent sexuality. Explain the influence that social media has on mental health and addiction. Target audience. This conference will be of interest to mental health professionals in the community, hospitals, mental health agencies, and other healthcare professionals, including students. Date and time, Friday, May 25th. Okay, so I'm not going because, because it's $110 to go. Uh, I don't know even why I put that in there in my phone. I probably had the intention of being like, yeah, I'll drop money on that, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. But anyway, that's a that's a conference for y'all if y'all want to. Let me tweet that out actually. Uh, it's gonna seem sorry for sniffing. I know that's gross, but I have allergies, and even with windows closed in here. See, this is this is another thing with the posturing of the. I don't give a shit about like I. I know that I'm, I'm jumping back multiple episodes at this point. When I was talking about being overcharged or being charged multiple times at once for something because I let that service continue to charge me even though I don't really use it and I let that slip and I should have been on top of that and then I said oh I don't give a shit about the money it's like the money could have gone towards allergy medication (laughs) you know what I mean I'm gonna go get it anyway but this is what I mean like Especially if you're, if you're, this is, see, this is the thing. If you're going to be a functioning adult, and I'm like well into that now, but I'm just saying, I mean, you can't overthink this and you can't beat yourself up. So whatever. Now, education, I'm not going to tweet that out. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. Um, but if anybody goes to that, anybody from Ottawa listening to this and goes to that or wants to go to that, just Google the Royal.ca and type in like the events or the whatever section. Um, because these things are worth checking out. Um, and then and this is another thing too. This is connected to this, this like um, what I was doing <laughs> on my day off. Whenever you guys hear this, I'll have another day off by the time you guys hear this, probably. But I'm realizing that. Um, I think I've spoken about this. It's like this idea of you always want to travel. You know what I mean? And I was speaking about traveling in the last rant. Yes, travel is good, but until you, sometimes you got to explore your immediate surroundings. Like I was on this bit of a walk the other day and, well, yesterday and, um, you know, it's even within my own part. So there's a South Ottawa part of town, like Google maps it. I've already read about what Ottawa South is, but even within this area, there's so many places to explore that like I've never explored. Literally I took, I went into my, one of my old neighborhoods. And there's this like this public housing scenario. I literally, and I feel like I should have known this, and maybe I've forgotten it because I haven't really lived in that neighborhood for for a while. But in the back of these row houses, there's like this community garden, and like I've never seen it. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> you, you live in the neighborhood, you grew up in that part of town, and you didn't even know there's a community garden behind public housing. It's kind of like. You have to explore. This is why I like to walk. You know what I mean? Like, I know... It, it, it's like I keep justifying to myself. I'm like, 
I'm trying to, you know, living more frugally, living within your means, living in a in a central location. You can't. It's hard to justify why you would, you know, um, get a car. And in this city, they're actually making it. It's like they're actually. It's like they pass bylaws and they make it harder for drivers and parking laws, and they keep introducing these these um these little things like the bikes that the telus bikes you can rent a bike for like for like however long half an hour and so on and so forth so it's like there's all these little subliminal or even like covert ways of telling people like hey you should not be driving as much you know we're trying to make a city that's based on and there's like the light rail the light rail is coming into full effect i think i forgot whether it's this year next um whether i'm here or not is a different story but you know you gotta you gotta find Gotta, you, you, I know. I, I know. I almost sound wishy-washy, but it's like within your own immediate environment, there are things that you can do to make your own reality more interesting for you, and some of that is tied to this. Um, some of that is like, hold on. I mean, let, let me backtrack here. So, in your own immediate reality, in your own immediate environment, there are things to explore. If you keep looking outside. It's like I, I I walked past this this I guess there's this thing called like Happy Ottawa hashtag Happy Ottawa, and so they've been like ch- they've been like walking around and they've been taking chalk, and they've been hmm. I'm doing that for today for sure. I'm doing that today. They take the chalk and then they walk around and they write like basically it's like positive affirmations. It's like Iris Allen and shit. <laughs> it's like. It's like um, the one I remember immediately was wherever you are, be all there. I think is what it was. That was one. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, basically, what you're saying is be present. It's basically what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I took a picture of one yesterday too, or two days ago. I was walking. I was walking. Where did I see it? I don't, do I have the photo? Did I delete it? I think I deleted it. Ah, oh, I deleted it. <laughs> it was like in my IG story. Maybe it's in my IG story right now. Because it's a 24... No, it's 24 hours, so it's gone. Anyway, they've been doing this little, like, be happy thing. And they were like, you know, various affirmations. And it's kind of like, yeah, you know, if you can... It's being present and looking for things in your surroundings that you can... That can make yourself feel like you're having a far more vast experience than what you're really having which includes exploring which includes urban exploration which includes looking for the green spaces within the city and all of this and you know until you can really travel for real like um i'm a few weeks away from it you just gotta make the best of everything i know it's corny and i know it's lame and i know it's like you know it's almost too positive and I know it's like it goes against my whole like motivational quotes beef but whatever you gotta do it I've also been and I guess this is every few weeks it's my like I'm gonna keep saying this I think I'm mentally better off I've I've not taken a total break from social media but it's very like it's very, very monitored. And I keep talking about this because I still think that it's important. 
even with that, there's a con- there's, there's a whole conference around this, but it's a sexuality thing too. But it's your mood as well. Oh yeah, so that doctor Simon Hatcher, who's presenting at that conference, I got a story about him a bit. Um, I was when I was living in Centertown. So forewarning, this is going to be this story is about me. So if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> I advise you, you know, tune out. But so when I was in living center town, when I was living in rooming houses after being on the street, um, and I was being prescribed this Seroquel bullshit, which basically it 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 kind of calms your mind. It's a sedative. It, well, it's an antipsychotic, but one of the effects is you you're really tired all the time. Um, it's supposed to be prescribed for schizophrenics, like high, high doses. I was prescribed enough to make you pass out, to make me pass out. It's often like the, it's the default medication for people that can't sleep. And so I was being prescribed this stuff. And eventually I was also prescribed trazodone. But so I was doing, I was being prescribed Seroquel for however many months I was on it. And then I met this. And then one of the one of the the church where they have free breakfasts or whatever you can go get breakfast and coffee. They were like, yeah, we have mental, we have like a drop in. And they have like a, a worker from the royal show up, and you can go talk to them about your life or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take advantage of that. And then eventually I saw, so I, I was seeing this one particular worker for like I don't know, a couple of weeks or whatever. And they then, they're like, okay, we can, we can set up a, it's hard to get a psych, actual psychiatrist in this town. There's not many of them, but you can get one, you can get like a one-off consultation. They'll talk to you for like an hour or two and tell them what you, tell them your life. They'll tell you what they think, what you should do, blah, 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 medical profession, medical advice, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up seeing, I think it's this guy, I think he's British. Yeah, he's, if it's the same guy, he's British, and he immediately tells me he's like, "Get off the Seroquel because it's a Band-Aid solution for." It's like when I was interviewing this young person, and they're like, "I'm glad that there's both mindfulness and, you know, there's mindfulness and actual like some prescription of medication, but they're not they're not Band-Aids, right?" And I think that's the that's the kind of the, that's the theme of all I just said there. It's like he's telling me like get off that stuff because it's a band aid. It it often can, it can make your situation worse depending on depending on your actual specific needs. It's become this blanket approach to everything. Here's the circle, go pass out, or you know. And then after that, you and I always I've, I've spoken about the being three hundred pounds. It was directly tied to well, there was a, I mean I can't just blame the, the fucking. Again, it's blame the fucking um, the med. Like, oh, it's Seroquel's fault. It was my also my own fault, and so on. The inability to control the, the cravings, which I've like gone the other way now. Now I'm like super like I must not eat at certain times. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but one of the but it's one of those things. If you Google Seroquel and weight gain, you, Google Google Seroquel and then W, and then you immediately see weight gain as like a thing because people will be prescribed this and then they'll just be ravenously hungry. I think I think some people, ravenously hungry. And I think some people also 
they've reported like waking up they'll basically sleepwalk and eat and I, I never had that but apparently it's a thing people sleepwalk and eat basically like you know and it's like half of their fridge and they'll eat junk food and then you eat one of the so i was i was actually on this ship and then working so i was working in a call center so imagine that scenario it's like you basically sleep until your shift because you're on circle it's basically that makes you knocks you out for hours 10 hours 11 hours 12 hours but then you wake up and you're in a grog in a groggy state going to a call center where you then sit down for another five, six, seven hours. So this is, this is, so you, you basically, and then you, maybe you walk around your apartment, your, not your, not even your apartment, so you walk around the rooming house, you walk to the bus stop, and you get up to go to the bathroom or whatever, then you go walk to have a cigarette. So basically you're just like, you maybe walk, if you're to be generous, a few kilometers a day, maybe an hour a day, maybe less than that and then most of the rest of your day is spent sitting down or lying down and you wonder why you gain weight and then you're starving so you're hungry all the time and you're eating bullshit so the moral of the story Seroquel has this this effect that and many of these other many of these other drugs have the same effects it's like the weight gain they're band-aids they don't really address the real problem but they can be helpful for some. I got off of it and it was probably, and then I was on Trazodone too, which is, not, which is more or less in the same ballpark. And I got off of it and I was like, you know what? I got to deal with this in a normal way. Uh, I, I was winging it. Other people have more guidance towards how they get the help. Maybe it, it overall took longer. Um, and then, you know, killing off the addictive personality, well, as far as substances, that helps too. I mean, I know I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> some Captain Obvious stuff, but the band-aids, right? There's all of these various band-aids that we create, and we often need to. This is the thing with finding your own path and walking your own path. You really find out what you need when you are sitting there by yourself and going through these problems internally, and then you can, you know, come out and, and, and manifest different successes. In the real in the real world in reality externally so yeah metaphysicians <laughs> i hope everybody's weekend goes well uh, peace and thanks for listening to my various ranting mm-hmm.